welcome to 5% Radio, where it's all about learning like no one else today so you can live like no one else tomorrow. Please be sure to share and subscribe. What is up and welcome back to the show, 5% Radio Podcast. Today is episode number 35, and I want to talk to you about six ways to make a lot of money. Now, so far on the show, I have covered a lot of different things, but honestly, success can be very, very, very simple. I was listening to a, a talk by uh, Alex Ramosi uh, today, and if you have not checked out any of his content, uh, you can look him up on pretty much any social media platform, including this one, and you can find his podcast. His podcast is called The Game. I do not listen to it on a super, super regular basis just because I am learning from other people primarily, but I do plug into his content from time to time just because, uh, number one, it's always new, and number two, he always has just very, very, very simple ways of explaining things, and uh, it's been said that a, a genius could take the complex and make it simple while an idiot can make the simple and make it complex, and one of the things I really appreciate about his content is that whether it's one of his books or one of his podcast episodes, one of his YouTube videos, he always makes the complex, or what seems complex, simple, which shows that he truly does have a deep understanding of something. If you cannot explain it simply, then you don't really have a deep understanding of it. So anyway, that being said, if you have not checked out his content, do check out his content sometime. Um, again, I don't follow everything that he uh, he puts out, and by that I mean I don't listen to all of his content because he does get rather vulgar sometimes, and uh, that's not really my cup of tea, not my flavor. So anyway, before I dive into the six ways that you can make a lot of money, um, I will be launching a, another podcast soon, not for myself, it's actually for a friend of mine. Uh, they've done uh, over seven figures in a business in uh, the past year in a fairly small town. Uh, they've done super, super, super well for themselves. Very proud of what they've done. And uh, I'm really just kind of getting to know them a little bit more. But um, yeah, so uh, they're going to be launching a podcast as soon as I've actually helped them launch that. I will put a link for that in the show description and uh, go check it out. Super awesome people. Great journey they've had so far. And they're doing some wonderful, phenomenal things. So anyway, with that being said, let's dive into the six ways to make a lot of money. Number one is to do one thing. Now this sounds pretty like, okay, service level, like do one thing. I get it. Almost anyone can be great at anything. Now, given the fact that I'm five foot three, I could not have been Michael Jordan in basketball, but almost anyone can be great at anything. If it's just a, like particularly a business or a like making money skill set, almost anyone can do that if they're willing to apply themselves, but nobody can truly be exceptional at many things. Do one thing, pick something and do it. Now, if you've done other things in the past, that does not mean that, oh man, I'm already a failure and I'm never going to make a lot of money. Pick one thing and do it over and over and over and over again. Point number two is do that thing, that one thing for a long time. I can't tell you how many people have made it big and people are like, oh, they're an overnight success. Like, no, they're not. They are not an overnight success. You did not see all of the toil, all the sweat, all that. Like when Muhammad Ali came out under the lights and just knocked the socks off the guy he was boxing, like he didn't just come out one day like, you know what? I'm going to decide to box. Like, boom, he's one of the greatest there ever was. Like he put in a ton of work behind the scenes. And he probably started out and he wasn't like, oh man, this guy's, I guarantee you his fight 
No one was, I've never seen his first fight, never heard about it, but I can promise you his very first fight, no one was like, oh yeah, no, he's he's definitely going to be a goat in boxing. He's going to be one of the greatest of all time. Mike Tyson, when he started boxing, guarantee the first time he ever went and put on a set of gloves and started doing mitt work and bag work, like there probably wasn't a coach across the gym like, oh yeah, like for sure, he could probably be one of the best ever. Like they might have been like, oh yeah, he's got some potential, but he had to do that one thing for a long time time. So usually whenever someone looks like a quote unquote overnight success, they probably are an overnight success a decade or two in the making. So they might've been putting in work behind the scenes that nobody has seen for years and years and years and years and years. And because we live in the social media age, I talked about this before with the story of Abraham Lincoln, when his friends had to take his scissors away and all the stuff that he went through Because we live in the social media age, we see people's highlight reels. We see like, oh my gosh, that looks so easy. Like that, man, they're doing so well. Why why can't my thing? Well, you're seeing their highlight reel now. Like what you did not see is while they were coming up through the crap, while they were working at a place they hated, they're working third shift at a gas station, they're broke, they're working fast food. That's the only job they could get. I'm not against you if you work at a gas station or fast food, but if you hate what you do and that's your only option right now, like no one's putting that on Facebook like, you know, Facebook or Instagram stories like, look at me, I'm making the fries again, like I'm making it big in life, you know, like there were probably times when those people that you're like, oh, they're so great, like they were an overnight success. You didn't see the decade in the making or the two decades in the making. So do one thing, do it for a long time. Number three, get help from as many people as possible along the way with fruit on the tree. Now, why did I put the caveat in there with fruit on the tree? I've talked about this many, many, many times. I do not want advice from someone who does not actually have fruit on the tree. If someone comes to my wife and I about marriage, we can help them. Yes, we've read lots of marriage books. Yes, we have really sought the Lord deeply for our marriage. We've prayed a lot. We've spent a lot of time working on ourselves spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Apart from, like, instead of me saying, you know, wife, go fix yourself, and her saying, you go fix yourself, like, we've realized if I want the marriage to be better, I have to get better. We have put in a lot of deep, deep, deep work in our marriage. We have not been married crazy long, less than five years, but we've put in a lot of work in that area. So we have fruit on the tree. Like we do not fight. We don't have arguments. We don't have knockdown, drag out. There's no screaming matches in our house. There's no cold shoulders. There's no, we're not talking to each other. There's no, that's it. I'm getting in the car. I'm going for a walk. I'm taking a drive. Like you're being a jerk. Like there's none of that because we put in deep work. So if someone came to me for marriage advice and I'm fighting with my wife all the time, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, I can totally help you out there. Or if someone comes to me like, Hey, how do you make money? And I'm like, you know what? Um, I've actually, I've been without any type of income earning opportunity for the past 10 years, but I've got some ideas like go to people that have fruit on the tree, decide you're going to be teachable, decide that you're going to be humble, be willing to admit that you do not have all the answers, be willing to look for those answers, be willing to be a good student and be willing to be honable. Meaning if I put a piece of clay in your hands and it's hard, it's dry, it's almost completely dried out. Like that's not honable. I can't mold that. Be a moldable person. When I get a call from my pastor or one of my mentors who's, who's, who has fruit on the tree and they're trying to help me out in an area, I'm not going to be like, thanks for the advice, but no thanks. Like I genuinely want their advice. Now, again, I've talked about this before. If someone's really successful in one area and they're not really successful in another, be willing to learn what you can and glean what you can from them. But just because they give you advice, let's say they've made a million dollars in the last 24 months and they've been divorced three times in their life, you can take money-making advice from them, most likely, 
but they probably have some character flaws if they've been divorced three times. So just be careful about that. But get help from as many people as possible along the way that have the fruit on the tree. Number four, learn from experience, preferably someone else's. Let me go back to reading. This is why I love reading. I can buy a book by a man like John Wooden, who I think wrote the book in his 90s, like was old, old, old. I think he wrote, uh, I think it's Wooden on Leadership or Wooden on Coaching. Anyway, it's um, it's one of the Wooden books that I have. It's, it's a very small John Wooden book. And he wrote this book when he was like fairly close to dying. Like people had bugged him. I think his kids had bugged him. Other people had bugged him like dad or, you know, Coach John, like you've, you've got to write a book. And he finally wrote the book. If he wrote that at 90 some years old, he was the most winning coach. They say the most winningest, which sounds super weird, but he was the most winning coach in like college basketball history. The dude was absolutely phenomenal. If he wrote that book at 90 something and he's led numerous teams to championships and he's taken people that were average everyday college players or yeah, they were a little bit talented and he, he made them just phenomenal. They gelled together as a team. They won championship after championship after championship after championship. Like if that happened in the BO barn, by the way, it was a very crappy training facility. You, you should read some of his books if you're into reading coaching books, which if you work with people, if you're in management, if you're in leadership, if you're in sales, if you're a pastor, any of that stuff, if you lead an organization or if you work with humans on a daily basis, reading coaching books uh, would be highly, highly, highly recommended. That was actually one of the conversations I had with my mentor last was, hey, what should I be reading right now? And he told me you should be reading coaching books by these people specifically. Now, they're all in different sports. They're all in things like basketball or uh, football, things like that. Now, do I really care about basketball? I I do not care at all about basketball. I don't watch basketball. I don't follow it. Like, I watched Jordan's Last Dance on Netflix forever ago just because one of my mentors was like, hey, you should watch this for the guy's mindset. Like, I do not follow sports. I've never watched an entire football game in my life. I will go to Super Bowl parties and literally just hang out talk to people, laugh at the commercials, eat the food. Never, never really paid attention. I've been to a couple Cavs games, things like that. I've been to football games. I just, watching sports is not my thing. But I will read coaching books because I can learn from someone else's experience along the way. So to illustrate this point, let's say there's a guy that's worth $100 million when he dies. He's been married to the same woman for 55 years. He's had five kids that all actually like him. He has great morals, great character, great integrity. What he says is what he does. He has the exact values that you want to have. He has deep, rich friendships. He's traveled the world. He's done everything you would like to do. Do you think it would be worth your time to invest four or five hours to read that book, to learn from that person's experience? If you're going to ask me, and I'm a little biased because I truly believe that reading is a huge part of success, then here's what I would say. It would be a good choice to read that book. Now, that is my aspiration but I'm going to read as many books by great people that they wrote at the end of their life as possible because I can learn from someone else's experience. I don't have to learn from just my own. That was number four. Learn from experience, preferably someone else's. Number five, decide to make a mistake once. Decide that you're not going to make it a thousand times. Make it one time, if at all, and then move on. Learn from that. And then lastly, number seven is this. Be willing to hang around, surround yourself with, and associate with people that are wanting to grow, that seek to change, that desire to alter and elevate the way they think, that challenge and question their current beliefs and perspectives about, quote-unquote, the way things are. 
There's a saying that uh, I actually, I think I talked about this in episode one. Life is not as it is. Life is as you are. People say, well, that's just the way the world is. Or, you know, that's just, that's just how it goes. Like your perception is reality. Talked about this before, but if you hang out with people that think life is hard, that think making money is difficult, that think success is for others, that think, well, if you're not born special and you don't have the right last name and you're not the right skin color and you're not the right gender and you're not the right age and you don't have the right degrees you know, after your name and you don't have the right letters before and if you didn't go to college and if you didn't come from such and such family and if you weren't born in this time and you know, you miss, you miss this and you miss that. And um, you could have bought Amazon stock in 1998, but you were born too late. You know, you probably missed the ball and things are just going to like, if you hang around people like that, like that is not going to help you in your life at all. So let's review these, shall we? Number one, do one thing. Number two, do that one thing for a long time. Number three, get help from as many people as possible along the way that have the fruit on the tree. Number four is learn from experience, preferably someone else's. Number five is decide to make mistakes only once, if at all. And number six is always be willing to grow and get around people that want to actually grow and change and alter their thinking and challenge and question their beliefs and not just say, that's just the way things are. All right. So if those are the six ways to make a lot of money, what are the opposites of those? Because if we can list the opposites, it really drives the point home. And just uh, just a little disclaimer here, there's a massive thunderstorm going on right now. And I don't think any of it is actually uh, picking up on on the podcast, on the sure mic. Um, however, if it does, that is what that background noise is. Those are not sound effects that I chose to add in. So anyway, how do you ensure that you do not make lots of money? Well, here are six ways to make sure that you do not make lots of money. Do lots and lots and lots. Do just loads of different things. If something doesn't work for you, immediately it's a sure sign that you're not meant to do it. Just take it as a sign from God. You know what? This didn't work for me. I should hop to the next thing. Start as many different businesses and success ventures as humanly possible. And really, basically, a lack of focus is pretty much a guaranteed way to make sure that you make it big in whatever you're looking to do. So absolutely do as many things as possible. Number one way to make sure that you don't make a lot of money. Number two way to make sure that you do not make a lot of money is, is do all those different things for very short periods of time. Be very careful that you don't stick with anything for too long because you might actually see success if you kind of stick it out and you learn some stuff. So number one is make sure that you do lots of different things. Have no focus. Try as many different things as possible. If it gets difficult, quit. That's a definite sign that that is not for you. Number two, make sure you do all those things for very short periods of time and hop from thing to thing to thing. Have no focus. Number three way to make sure that you never make a lot of money is never get any help. Don't ask anyone for anything. Be prideful and assume that you could not possibly be doing anything wrong. I mean, asking for someone else's help. Well, you know, if, if I need your opinion, that's basically admitting weakness and that could potentially, you know, assist you in your success. So make sure that you avoid good advice like the plague and just come to the opinion that basically asking others for help is weakness. It's stupid. And only losers do that. Successful people make it work on their own. They're loners and, you know, they're, they're self-made. So that's number three. The fourth thing to do if you want to avoid making money as much as possible is to make all the mistakes on your own. If you start learning from other people's mistakes, you might accidentally end up accelerating your your growth and you might actually end up figuring out what it takes to make whatever you're doing work. So 
Just make sure that you keep the process slow and decide to learn from all of your own mistakes. There's no need for anyone else's experience here. You have lots of years to live. Just make sure that you make as many of the mistakes as you can, possibly on your own. And if someone starts to tell you, hey, I tried that, it didn't work, just tune them out. You want to make that mistake for yourself because the the lessons that you learn the most painful are the most valuable, for sure. Number five way to make sure that you never make a lot of money is repeat mistakes whenever possible. Just when you make a mistake, decide to do it over and over and over and over. Never even question that you're doing the wrong thing. Just when it comes to mistakes, deja vu is always best. It's always a good thing to be like, you know what, I've been here before, and then just do exactly what you did in the past. You wouldn't want to learn, and if you don't know the definition of learning, by the way, it's basically the same condition with a different behavior. So if my child does something and they get corrected, and then they do it again, and they get corrected, and they do it again, and they get corrected, and then they stop doing it. Now they've learned. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you can make them the same mistakes as many times as possible and avoid learning. So if something was painful, if I smashed my hand in the car door because I closed it with my fingers inside, I want to keep doing that until I have just absolutely mastered that mistake, and then it's completely mine, and then I'm like, you know what, this is just the way things are, happens every time, but I'm, I'm not doing anything different. So repeat mistakes whenever possible. Um, number six is never change, and make sure that you associate with people that absolutely have no desire to do anything, become anyone, or go anywhere in life. Stay around people who above all else value things like comfort, uh, a life of ease, you know, Uh, avoiding work, avoiding struggle, despise personal growth. Make sure you never get around any big thinkers and understand that that change is a bad thing. Decide that change is bad. It's, It's not for you. You're totally fine the way you are. If something's not working, it's not a you problem. It's a that thing problem. And just really look for and find an external circumstance, a reason, an excuse, or a person, any other variable that's that's completely outside of your control. We'll really do here and just assign blame to that thing, person, fact, you know, circumstance, whatever, and really make sure that you become a victim. So never change and never get around people that are changing. That is a sure way to make sure that you never make a lot of money. So hopefully putting those in the regular order of what to do and putting them in the what not to do for the six things to make sure that you make a lot of money and the six things to make sure that you do if you don't want to make a lot of money, hopefully those things prove the point. I want all of you to be successful in whatever it is that you currently do. If you have questions for the show, please go to the show notes and submit a question. I can actually play those on the show if you'd like to record one, or you can submit a question via the form on the website, 5percentradio.com. If you've not connected in the Facebook group, there's a link in the show notes. And if you've not checked out anything we're doing as far as partnerships, please do check that out. I would love to work with you if you're a fit for the current passive income projects that we are working on right now. So, Again, remember to never forget that this is your life. And if you want to move forward, then stop doing the wrong things and start doing more of the right things day in and day out. Set goals, study successful people, of course, read phenomenal books. And lastly, and most importantly, continue listening to the show. Talk to you soon.